This show is very not safe for work. The works being read do not represent the views of the hosts or guests. This show is a roast and should not be taken seriously. Exactly. So, Spoiler, Sephiroth is a oh, wizard wait. and Harry kills Eris. Oh, you're in like 1960. All right, so in 2009... <laughs> Um, it'll be like the 10th Doctor, so just don't worry about it, because the 10th Doctor will be like, hey, David said it, oh, I hope my girlfriend doesn't pass behind a wall that I can't get to, because dimensions are weird and wibbly. <laughs> Does he say wibbly mid-coitus? Oh, wibbly. Yes. Oh, wibbly. Like, oh, wibbly. 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 <laughs> and then, like, when, he, when he actually ejaculates, he goes, because legs, yeah. right? Well, no, wobbly is when he collapses. He's just like wobbly. <laughs> In a world ravaged by the greatest scourge humanity has ever known. Hello, is anybody there? Hello. Mankind is now fragmented, broken, and fighting for survival. Look at this map! DC, London, Tokyo, Paris, Moscow, all of it, especially Branson, Missouri. Gone. Taken over. I don't know where else we can run to. But even in our darkest hour... This isn't about where we can run to anymore. This is about where we can make a stand. This needs to be our line in the sand. I didn't spend 30 years in prison to die here! The one thing we have left is the only thing that can save us. We have to find that vault. We have to take what's in it and go global, over the airwaves. We aren't alone, and if this plan works, we have a fighting chance against this thing. Our creation nearly destroyed us. We need another one to settle the score. So how is this even supposed to work? It was the stories that did this. They took on a life of their own, and everything went too far. The chaos was global. It was like a viral thought turning everyone against each other. Who would want to live in a world where imaginations could come up with stuff like this? But the key was in front of us this whole time. The ones that lived, they all had something in common. They were drunk. They didn't care about the stories. And that is how we wiped this thing out. Boots for freedom! C'est histoire de la merde! This is what my country bred me to do. Friday Night Fan Fiction. Rated R starts Friday. Ah, uh, hi everybody. This is Steve-O. Uh, I'm actually editing the episode right now, so I figured I'd pop in and say there was a bit of a mistake on my part during this episode. I accidentally started without recording, and we lost about the first 10-ish minutes. So I'm sort of going to pump the information in here because I, you know, I screwed up. Uh, we were pre-gaming. The two guests who were on tonight actually came to my house, and we were drinking well ahead of the show. Probably not the smartest idea, but you know what? We went for it anyway. So... 
Welcome to Friday Night Fan Fiction. Joining us tonight are David, Sean, Val. Our guests are Sarah and Jeremy. I know Jeremy from Overclocked Remix, also known as Jeffrey Tosser. Uh, and Logan is out. He ended up being stuck in traffic on the way back from D.C. over the weekend. So the story we're reading tonight, uh, we're starting off with a Doctor Who story called Dirty Laundry. And yeah, that's about it. And now we're going to get to the actual episode. Are you serious? (laughs) All right, well, I'm starting from right here. No, you're not. No, no, no. Yes, I am. I tell you what, I will literally superimpose everything else prior to this, but start at the beginning of page two, please. Uh, no. (laughs) Do it! Dirty Laundry by Emerald-Eyed Irish Dorsa. Last updated, 11-2-2009. Rating M, Firmichia. Content, chapter one to one of one chapters. Summary, more than just 10 quid was bet on that challenge to make Queen Victoria speak those famous words. The doctor lost and has to face the consequences, but perhaps they aren't as bad as he first thought. First in the How to Domesticate a Time Lord series, Chapter 1, Dirty Laundry. Good, Anakin, get him. (laughs) All right. Do it now. Go ahead. This fiction was written as a gift for my wonderful beta doctor's diva, who has been a little down lately. It's also uh, to say... Wait, wait it's beta also as in say, like the fish? Yes. Okay, just needed to clarify. It's also to say thank you for all your patience and wisdom, semicolon, for taking the time to help me become a better writer. That's not how you use a semicolon, by the way. It needs to be two complete sentences that are joined by a parallel thought. Um, This story is also the start of what I hope will become my How to Domesticate a Time Lord series. Warning, not work or children friendly. Enjoy. Disclaimer, Dr. Hill was owned by the BBC and said not by me. Like, why is the quote from Gone with the Wind? The doctor glanced around laundry, groaned loudly. How did it come to this, him being domestic? He knew how, of course. Making bets with one roast, Tyler, that's how. When it came to her, the odds were always against him. Well, almost. He would be quite willing to bet that she had feelings for him. Semicolon. Ones that fell far outside the usual doctor-companion relationship. Yes, he would win that bet for sure. If only he would let himself do so. You know, I think he's got a lot of confidence issues. He should probably see a therapist. Some kind of doctor? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He sighed. It did not do to dwell on the impossible, especially with a mountain of washing to do. Stupid bet. He had bet her ten quid that he... (laughs) (laughs) So it's to me like Doctor Who is going to be Doctor Blackout soon. Yeah. Doctor, Ah, what did I do last night? You know, there's a there's a a garment you can get in rock band called the Doctor What jacket. Ah really? Yeah. It's actually all that I wore on my character for a while until they didn't put it in rock band (laughs) four. Doctor, why is this rubber fist in my anus? Ah, oh, dude, do you think if Capcom no. did a, did a, did <laughs> no. a Doctor Who episode, it would be Dr. Y, Lee? No. Uh, see. Da, 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 da. Reavers. <clears throat> he had bet her 10 quid that she could not make Queen Victoria speak those famous words. We are not abused. Rose had accepted it, but had upped the ant by adding that 
The what? Anti. No, that's ant. No, there's an e at the end of it, and it's not a silent e. Yeah, it is. It's uh, it's it's, it's ants don't. There, speak. I fixed it. Oh no. <laughs> Rose had accepted, but up the ante. God damn it, Sean, no. Auntie. <laughs> All right, you know what? Aunt. Aunt. There it goes. Right back to where it should be. By adding that the loser was responsible for doing this week's laundry. Hi, and mighty git that he whiz. Whiz. He was. He was a git. <laughs> he whiz. <laughs> he was out there in the laundry room taking a piss on everything. Uh, hi, and mighty git that he was. He had accepted the challenge, but not reckoned on Rose's fierce determination. But had not. No, but had not reckoned. Had not reckoned on Rose's fierce determination to win. What are you drinking tonight? Uh, It is tequila, triple second, lime juice. Uh, Again? Yeah. Okay. No. What do you mean again? Isn't that what you made last week? No, last week I made kamikazes, which was vodka, lime juice, and triple sec. Yeah. We swapped out one alcohol. (laughs) And thus went across the globe. We had a lot of extra triple sec, all right? <laughs> <laughs> that took you a while. Sorry. During the course of their adventure with the werewolf, Rose was able to, with the werewolf Rose, because there's no comma there, was able to provoke the queen into uttering the distort phrase. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, this was the. This said Doctor Who is he threw up in his mouth a little bit. <laughs> buff, buff, I say. Oh, so he gets dirty and she gets clean. Well, and then you the, the bag. You could stick so many dildos in Mary Poppins' magic bag. I feel really dirty now because well, you did she did too. Oh, 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 she knows what she did. <laughs> anyway, um, the doc, there's that the doctor a tenner out of pocket and a date with the dirty laundry in front of him now. Silly, silly time lord. He thought to himself and then sighed again as he reached for the first pile. Is that what he says? Is that what he sounds like to himself? Totally. You gotta remember. Sounds like I'm still nine years old on the inside. Exactly. As Walshing went to, he never had very much. The TARDIS was quite capable of cleaning his shirts, trousers, jackets. However, Rose preferred the old-fashioned way. So the laundry was equipped with dates of the art washing machine and dryer. Along with her clothes, Rose also insisted that the bedding be washed properly. This washed. Seems to, well, I said washed. Washed. I didn't say it. It says washed. No, no I'm making a joke, David. <laughs> washed. <laughs> uh, well, uh, just put, put an R in there and I'll do it. He can't. I took away his power. Washed. Good one, Sean. You did it. You didn't take well, away God no damn power. It. All right, now him. I'm actually taking away your power. <laughs> The sheets and pillowcases were from both his and her beds. Although lately, more often than not, they shared the same bed. <laughs> to say that he and Rose were close did not exactly cover it. More than friends, less than lovers, perhaps. Unenthusiastic hand jobs on Wednesday, uh, that's about it. Really? <laughs> so tonight. Purple pants touch the kids. No, we don't it- do that. This is not a Nights in the Dreams fic, David. <laughs> Sorry. It was unorthodox, but they found great comfort sleeping in each other's arms, and he smiled as the, at the thought, cherishing it, and knowing he had never felt this close to anyone ever before. It should be enough, but it was not. Not anymore. As the days passed, Rose became more precious to him until she filled both of his hearts. Because Time Lords have two hearts. Long, that's a joke. <laughs> 
His ninth incarnation had felt it too. So much so that he had given his life for her. But of Since course, the show still needs to make money so he didn't die. He didn't die and he lived on because he's Doctor Who and he's going to get on <laughs> with it, Rose. Except he's going to die behind the wall. Spoilers. <laughs> you say spoilers. Uh, fuck it. Never mind. I said spoilers <laughs> after the fact, too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, make sure you give the spoiler warnings. I'm still in, what, like 1960-something on that show? Exactly. So, spoilers. Sephiroth is oh, a wizard wait. and Harry kills Eris. Oh, you're in, like, 1960? All right, so in 2009... <laughs> Um, it'll be like the 10th Doctor, so just don't worry about it, because the 10th Doctor will be like, hey, David said it, I oh, hope my girlfriend doesn't pass behind a wall that I can't get to, because Dimension's a weird wibbly. <laughs> Does he say wibbly mid-coitus? Oh, wibbly. Yes. Oh, wibbly. Like, oh, wibbly. 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 <laughs> and then, like, when, he, when he actually ejaculates, he goes, because legs. Yeah. Right. Well, no, wobbly is when he collapses. Just like, wobbly. <laughs> <laughs> Since his regeneration, that emotional storm had increased with every passing moment until he finally admitted he was in love with Rose. Oh, he knew he could have her, but he could say it all fast through the laws and codes of his. That, that is a spot. weird paragraph break. What the hell? <laughs> like, I'm glad our Arthur. Our, our, our Arthur. <laughs> Arthur. No, no, no! This isn't Hitchhikers. Hey, this is Doctor Who. What wonderful kind of no? The other Arthur, the Aardvark. Wait, I think that the just... one who got circumcised. God damn it! He got no, circumcised. What? Oh wait, no, that was Alex. Never mind. Sorry. I was gonna say, what did that really happen? That's kind of dark. It was never Max finished. NBA, please don't chop off my dick today. <laughs> I need it to laugh and play. No, I get along with the women. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he knew he could have her. But he continued to hold fast to the laws and codes of his dot, dot, dot. indentation people. Perhaps his predisposition in the past to flaunt, flaunt him. Flaunt, flaunt him. <laughs> flaunt him. <laughs> he denied his heart and he hid away his love and longings when he was with her. But that did not stop him wanting her All from right. afar. Next dick in hand. God damn it! <laughs> so next up is Sarah being refereed by Val. Oh, so we have furry Doctor Who art. Furry hermaphroditic <laughs> Doctor Who Wait a minute, art. you only just now saw this! <laughs> I was reading! The hell do you want from me? I was reading! David, you know what I want from you. Well, you're the one that I want. You are the one I want. Who, 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 honey. <laughs> okay. Alright, so I have to drink whenever I, like, Make cough. a mistake or read it Make incorrectly and correctly and vice versa. But you know what? Don't hold fast to that because I, I haven't had you sign the waiver and I do not want to be responsible for your death. There's no waiver. Shut up, Steve. Well, Make her drink. sign a waver because I have power of attorney. Jeez. Yeah, I know. Duh. He placed the sheets and other bed linen into the washing machine, selected the cycle required, and then returned to the next pile of clothing. This load consisted mostly (laughs) of Rose's outer garments, sundresses, shorts, hoodies, and jeans. Gosh, whoever this is likes AP style. Ah, mixed in among these were a few things of his. Okay, that's no, a, a semicolon. A few of his things. A few of his things. Okay, I guess that's... Ah, uh, yes. The evening thunderstorms of Florida are upon us. 
socks, underwear, and the occasional t-shirt. He sorted those out of the pile before returning to Rose's apparel. Sifting through the clothes, he consciously decided that perhaps there were interesting benefits to doing the washing after all. Rose looked beautiful in whatever she wore, but secretly the doctor had his favored pieces that he felt became her more than others. One such item was a pale yellow sundress. He lifted it up, taking in the low-cut neckline, the thin straps, and its soft material. On Rose, the hem felt just above mid-thigh, minus the hyphen, maintaining decency while still showing an exquisite expanse of her beautiful long legs. Or perhaps those legs were at their best when she wore the red high cut shorts, also all missing hyphens and commas, he also found in the pile. Either way, they had a very big effect on a certain part of his anatomy, one that was stirring now, in fact. His heart, of course. His, yeah, he, is, he was having heart palpitations. You, you, you do know his nickname is David Tennant, right? Not David Tennant? Uh, uh-huh. I get it. Because of penises. Yes. <laughs> Did you have to say that right as I was taking a sip? Sorry, of course. That's what I do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Some His of that definitely went into my nose. There's whiskey. <laughs> That's a good question, now. Green Scout. <laughs> you time lords have two dicks. If they have Emmy. two hearts, anything's possible. I mean, yeah. So, I, if you read the uh, Doctor Chronicles, which is the book that came out in like 1986 or something like that, uh, it was a Doctor Who canonical novel that expressed that he has the ability to generate and regenerate dicks. So, <laughs> well, it's because he can regenerate any limb as a limb. Exactly. So, so he's like, "Hey, girl, you want to go to Double Doctor Town, mm-hmm. which is a real place I didn't just make up on account of my two penises." <laughs> I mean, even without that, though, you could say that there are times where he had two dicks when he was hanging out with Jack Harkness. Oh, so. oh, six, six birds. <laughs> <laughs> His favorite, however, were the denim jeans he found at the bottom of the pile of clothes. The blue denim was covered in cute little colored roses, but it was the fit that took his breath away every time she wore them. Gently contoured to her body, they enhanced every dip and curve of her bottom. One could almost think they were created and molded just for her. He ached to pull her to him, to slide his hands down to her rear and squeeze the denim-clothed cheeks, also missing a hyphen. So, question for you guys. What, uh, what does Mario like to wear? Oh no! <laughs> denim, denim, denim. <laughs> <laughs> I know this joke. Why? <laughs> okay, it's a me. <laughs> okay, now Jeremy, you have to voice when it's your turn. Oh no! <laughs> All right. He closed his eyes, imagining exactly that picture. Semicolon rather than. <laughs> Why do I love the gra- the punctuation mistakes so much? Well, that's the thing. It's like this person. Yes, has- it's because I'm a writer. <laughs> well, this person has no grasp on what a semicolon is, and they're like, oh, yeah, I fucking- yes. I'll throw it in there. It'll make me look semi. great. It's, not it's, it's almost not- as. It's not a semi. You know, maybe it's a moderate chub, but, you know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fire coursing through his blood, his breath hitched as he fantasized how her denim-clad skin would feel under his hands before he slowly helped her to remove them, exposing the creamy flesh beneath. You know, I've thought about fucking denim before. (laughs) 
Denim. Oh, God. Steve-O! I started a fire in my brain. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, At well, least. we didn't start the fire. It was always burning <laughs> since the world's been turning. At least you don't think about burlap. He hardened, thinking of his hands caressing the softness of her thighs as he slowly moved <laughs> higher, seeking out the tempting sweetness of her center. I always get hard when I think about my own hands, too. <laughs> <laughs> You'll say sweet nectar. Well, I think that's how a lot of people get off is with their own hands, right? I mean, you know, when there's nothing to do. <laughs> or, when to do. Exactly. There or you go. See, everyone's a winner. Okay. Everyone's a winner. Some dogs are. Um, he could hear her soft cries as she writhed beneath his ministrations, watching her as she climbed closer and closer to the brink of ecstasy. Ding! The timer on the washing machine rudely broke through his daydream. He opened his eyes and cursed loudly, torn between the fact that his little fantasy had been interrupted and the increasing evidence that he could not hide how he felt for much longer. Still cursing, he removed the bed linen from the washing machine and transferred it to the dryer. The task completed, he loaded the washer with a mix of both his and Rose's colored garments and reset the machine to begin a new cycle. I love run-on sentences. So does this author. <laughs> oh, something we have in common. He took a great care to select the cold wash option, remembering all too well the one time before when he had attempted to do the washing. What had started as him trying to help ended up with half of Rose's clothes being ruined because of hot water and color runs. To his great embarrassment, she had never let him forget it. By the time he had completed the previous two tasks, his body had recovered some composure. That was, of course, until he spied the little material bag on the table near the dryer marked Wash Items by Hand. As the doctor opened it and took in its contents, heat again forced its way through his veins, making his legs almost buckle underneath him. He was actually an anthropomorphic volcano. <laughs> what? That's not even a thing you can do. You can't have a persona that's a volcano. Damn it, don't tell me how to kink. I mean, I feel like you wouldn't want an anthropomorphic volcano operating your washing, but... Well, I mean, if your dick was big enough and impervious every to lava... Time, every time you go, it's an event, though. It's a seismic <laughs> event. I, for some reason, anthro volcano searches are candles. <laughs> the, oh, good to yeah. know. You can buy them on Amazon.com. Don't well, forget to use God. the radio show link. Okay. Do they come in kid sizes, though? Uh, they look pretty small, so yes. C-O-M-E or C-U-M? Yes. Uh. Okay. Um. All right. After him buckling with veins and etc., which he might want to get checked by a doctor, uh, the bag was filled to the brim with Rose's very feminine lingerie. I'm glad they said lingerie and not hygiene. <laughs> it was filled to the brim with heavy flow maxi pads. <laughs> All right, next up is me being refereed by... Who is it? David! All right. All right. All right. I'm, I'm aware this is Ninth Doctor and this actually Tenth Doctor. She had to be joking, right? Surely Rose was hiding just beyond the doorway having a laugh at his expense? Surely she must know exactly what seeing this would do to him? He could just leave it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 It's delicious. <laughs> Take the coward's option and not do it. It's really hard to read with a gas mask on because my eyes are getting very foggy. 
He would have to tell her, though, otherwise she might have nothing left to wear. Then again, that was not such a bad thing either. No bad doctor. Stop that! <laughs> Where's the- Comma! There's an important comma missing there! There's an important lot of things missing, bruh. I know, mostly my, uh, sex drive. It's, <laughs> it's just underwear, but oh, it's Rose's underwear. He scolded himself. God, she is trying to kill me. He murmured almost incoherently. <laughs> like a man condemned, he picked up the bag and ca- Hello, dog. <laughs> and carried it over to the laundry sink. He would never hear the end of it from Rose if he did not do this. Not to mention having to come up with a, a reasonable explanation as to why he would not. Oh, how he had fallen. This high and mighty Time Lord! Wait, doesn't there need to be like a trademark or a copyright symbol there? Proper now, we'll just leave it. Does it really matter? This person has a pitiful yes, grasp on punctuation. This story is in no way, shape, or form endorsed by the BBC. Not even the producer that Jeremy Clarkson punched out. <laughs> Well, Probably for the disclaimer. best. This perverse old man who lusted over his companion's underwear was afraid of what she would think. But then, considering his feelings for her, he would not have it any other way. Uh, dude, you're rude and disrespectful. The doctor took a bra from the bag and lovingly placed it under the soft stream of water. It's like the start of an herbal essences commercial. <laughs> Holy with underwear. He watched as the initial drops caressed the garment like flowing kisses before eventually soaking the material. Who's getting off to this? Uh, the author, clearly. Yeah. Touche. When the bra was thoroughly wet, he applied the mild soap to it with a gentle hand, relishing the feel of the lather against the smooth material. Once he was satisfied it was clean, he returned it to the tapped streaming waterfall and rinsed away all traces of the soap. Placing the wet garment on the portable drying rack, he then reached into the bag for the next item. A pair of lace knickers? Knickers! Knickers! Knickers. Uh, okay, a pair of lace Snickers bars applied his tender ministrations to those sure. as well. I mean, like, can you make laundry washing sound erotic? I, I don't think it's actually possible. Shut up. Well, unless you put, uh, unless you're using the washing machine. All right. Uh, Hold like, on. Let's spreading yourself on the washing machine, using it as a vibrating device oh, while you get fucked. You mean like in Honey Pop? <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, what, I'm going to get. That happened in Honey Pop? Clearly, I need to play more Honey Pop. <laughs> I'll give this material the benefit of the doubt and get as close to the mic as I can and read it as sensually as possible. Oh, okay. please do it. Tickle my eardrum. Do it. As he continued, he found himself drifting back into his dream oh, world again. I'm flaccid. <laughs> <laughs> Carefully washing and rinsing each beautiful piece of lingerie, his thoughts were of Rose, seeing her wearing each silky lace article watching her twirl and show them off just for him before finally coming to him and rubbing herself up against him in ways that left no doubt in his aroused body and mind wow, wow. exactly what it was she wanted and now to ruin the libido he could smell her oh god no <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't have your dick rocket in your body like that it's not cool <laughs> God, it seemed so real. And then he oh, realized man. that the scent like audibly kicked in your nads, man. <laughs> emanated from the, the first, and then they just suddenly grab and twist. 
I'm doing this for you, David. No, this is not good for me, man. <laughs> Emanated from the last pair of knickers in the bag. This- All right, you know that's it. I'm going. I'm going to go be a monk. <laughs> 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 this time he had to sit down as his superior time lord senses took in the sexual perfume. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with the dog. <laughs> Lodged within the folds of this small scrap of material, he could not help himself as he raised the panties to his face and breathed in the recently fresh aroma of an aroused and, in his mind, wonton rose. You know, soup. Yeah. (laughs) Women are soup. Like the Rangoon. (laughs) Rose is a piece of crab Rangoon. Dude, I could go for some fucking crab rangoon right now. Steve, what could happen? It was that fantastic image that broke him. He needed release, and he needed it now. <laughs> Part of him felt guilty at indulging in the sinful luxury, but as he frantically unzipped and freed himself, shut up, Plaza, from this trousers, he was glad he had gone commando that morning. The laundry door was open and he delighted in the perverse knowledge that Rose could walk in at any given moment. To be honest, the words, quite frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn, entered his mind as he hesitantly began to stroke his aching member. (laughs) Author's note, I don't own the doctor's penis. (laughs) (laughs) He raised on... (laughs) Son of a bitch! Having problems there, Steve. Oh, just like a tiny bit, mate. <laughs> well, it's a tiny bit, mate. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Go, Manchester United. Oh, I love Manchester United. <laughs> I like how you said Manchester United without uttering a <laughs> single consonant. Just <laughs> 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 that's the episode title. Manchester United with no consonants. <laughs> he raised Rose's underwear to his face again, inhaling deeply her seductive fragrance. Traces of her pheromones exciting and arousing his body to a fever pitch. Wicked, unholy images of Rose kneeling naked before him filled each and every cavern of his overactive mind. There were Rose's hands instead of his. Wrapped around his cock. (laughs) Why is that a semicolon there? I don't know, nor do I care. From the sound of it, it sounds like he's at full on, if I don't get stroked soon, I'm going to pass out from blood loss. (laughs) My name is Richard Nixon, and I have a full on erection right now. (laughs) 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 Dear Richard Nixon. Please stop being our president. It's very <laughs> distasteful. <laughs> Liza, no. Yeah, this is precious. Oh, God. We're gonna... Nixon apparently only gets the dogs aroused. <laughs> That's right. Them bitches love it. <laughs> that was a win right there. Yeah. Expertly caressing him, teasing, tormenting him in every delicious action. With every delicious action, goddammit, before finally taking him into her pretty mouth. <laughs> it was too much, and yet not enough. 
all at once. <laughs> Do you think she'd make the sound that the uh, eagle doors make on Mario 2? Next up is Jeremy being refereed by David, and then Val being refereed by Wait, me. I just refed. Yeah, you, you. you ref twice God. tonight. Fucking make Steven Soderbergh do it. No, I'm refing after that. You're refing Jeremy, and then I'm refing Val. Jeremy, you're up. I'm going to go take the Jeremy's dogs out because they're too hot from the Nixon. Okay, sounds good. Hello, it's a me. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> once he's underneath the mix stroke <laughs> okay fuck I'm not gonna be able to do that his once rhythmic strokes along his penis were becoming erratic as were his heartbeats and he could feel his orgasm rising one that promised both pain and pleasure close what oh so close what <laughs> what what like, wait I've never had a painful orgasm so no, I, something is wrong. Hey, yeah, you know maybe if you just it, you know if you go too hard, maybe he like gave himself a, a friction burn or something. Okay, I guess that's acceptable. <laughs> but he's not jacking off with a fucking rope. <laughs> Who knows? Like David Carradine. Like David Care. Exactly. <laughs> it's been more than a year. It's fine. It's fair game. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, man, that. That episode came out back when I was in the goddamn military. Was that yeah. long ago? Anyway, close. Oh, so close. Doctor, I wanted to tell you. Oh my god! <laughs> the startled <laughs> exclamation from across the room shocked the doctor out of his naughty fantasy. However, the effects of such a fantasy. Ah, fuck, I added a word there. However, the effects of such fantasy were still blindingly obvious, as was the blood boiling inside. What the f- a just knocked on the window from outside, and I couldn't hear what he said. It's actually terrifying. Yeah, <laughs> it kind of is. The blinds are closed, so I can't even see him. I just hear him knocking on the window. However, the effects of such fantasy were still blindingly obvious, as was the blood boiling inside of him and the naked desire in his eyes. He took in Rose's flushed face and was elated to see, despite her initial embarrassment, deep love and lust reflected there. When he looked back, he knew it was that moment that made him rip up the list of reasons not to make love to Rose Tyler and create a new one of why he should. Not bothering to hide his erection, he strode purposely across the room until he stood in front of her. Rose! He whispered her name like a prayer. (laughs) Oh no, you have to whisper it then, dude. Fuck, I can't whisper in Mario's voice. (laughs) Mario doesn't fucking whisper. He goes, hello. (laughs) (laughs) I see you there. It's pretty interesting about this burner idea, you know what I'm saying? He whispered her name like a prayer before taking her in his arms and capturing her beautiful lips with his own in a searing kiss. As she melted into him, he knew this was always meant to be. He kissed her with a ferocity which surprised even him. Rose was no virgin in that department either, meeting his passion and taking the kiss further by plundering his mouth with her sweet tongue. Semicolon. Exploring and learning the secrets inside. That should be a comma. He followed suit, and she gasped out loud as his tongue swept across the roof of her mouth. She broke the kiss, desperate for oxygen. 
She's like, unlike Time Lords, I can't hold my breath forever, stingy. <laughs> Doctor, she breathed it. Are you doing freaking Mario? Yes, I am for all of the dialogue. Oh, gee Christ. Hello, it's-a me. <laughs> I'm so horny right now. I think I need to go have a friggin' anima. <laughs> a friggin' dick. <laughs> uh, okay. Doctor, she breathed, her voice filled with passion and wonder. Rose, he murmured seductively in her ear. I want to make a love to you. Do you consent? No. <laughs> what? Oh. Yes. Oh, doctor. Yes, please. <laughs> Was all she managed to get out before he reclaimed her lips in another burning embrace. The worst part of this is I'm just imagining Dr. Nick making out with Rose. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Rose. It's me, Dr. <laughs> The doctor, having already shed his jacket, loosened his tie and then guided Rose's hands into his... Fuck. <laughs> so guiding it with, like, fucking pilot's pylons to light up on the runway. Take it to hangar bay 16! <laughs> denim, denim, denim. No. <laughs> <laughs> Old jokes. Loosened his tie and then guided Rose's hands to his shirt in a silent plea to help him undress. Help me! <laughs> she did so willingly, and very soon his shirt and tie joined the pile of unwashed clothes already scattered on the floor. His arousal flared as he felt her hot little hands slowly exploring his exposed torso. She was a firebender, so her hands were literally on fire. <laughs> Semicolon. <laughs> learning and mapping every inch of him before moving around to his back and continuing their delightful journey. Rose leaned forward and very gently... What the fuck is that word? Laved? Yes. Laved! Morning! Rose leaned forward and very gently laved one nipple with her tongue. He groaned as he felt himself respond to her touch, his whole body bucking into her. What does laved actually mean anyway? What? Okay. Yeah. Ah, uh, okay. An erotic attraction to Mr. Clean. <laughs> An erotic <laughs> attraction to industrial no, lathe man. No, no, industrial no, no, lathe man. Rose chuckled softly and switched her attentions to the other sensitive bud. He endured the pleasurable torment as long as he could before stepping back and reclaiming her lips once more. My turn. He whispered oh, against God. her mouth. <laughs> His <laughs> hands <laughs> that had previously rested on her waist. T. Why is there a comma there? <laughs> His hands that had previously rested. His yes. hands, no comma, that had previously rested on her waist. Kama teasingly made their way up her body, gently caressing the sides of still-closed breasts before coming to rest on her shoulders. As he slowly slid down the straps of her blue sundress and watched it float down around her ankles, he smiled in- and, <laughs> and watched it float down around her ankles, no comma, he smiled inwardly, comma, remembering this earlier, comma, steamy thought- oh, fuck- are you going to finish the song title? It's Come On Eileen, damn it! He smiled inwardly, remembering his earlier, comma, steamy thoughts about its little yellow counterpart. I, that, that sentence is going to piss me off more the more I reread it. Anyway, he could hardly believe that his fantasy was coming true. Rose stood before him, clothed only in a pale pink silk bra and knickers, or knickers if you prefer. <laughs> 
The erotic sight made him harden even further, and he rubbed himself gently, trying to relieve some of the pressure, an action that made Rose gasp out loud and cause another flood of arousal to soak her panties. So basically, he's tuned to like 700 PSI right now. So is it? Yes, yeah, so let some pressure off her. He's literally going to explode. So the anthropic volcano's right then. Yes, exactly. Or he's an episode of MythBusters. <laughs> How would they even test that one? I don't know. Just plug up a pressure hose to David Tennant and see what happens. For this okay. test, we decided to plug every orifice on David Tennant. <laughs> no. He's like, yeah, he didn't really like that much. <laughs> hey, we switch at the end okay. of the page, right? Yeah, when okay. you see the line. Yeah, yeah. it's my turn. Alright, uh, I am refereeing Val, and then Sean's being refereed by Val. Oh, okay. The aroma permeated the doctor's superior senses, and his eyes darkened with uncontrolled desire. Uh, I'm loving those safe forward gifts right now. This is so good. <laughs> oh, sorry. Drawing Rose's body tightly to his, the doctor captured her lips again. In the possessive <laughs> kiss. You, I'm guessing you just saw the accordion one? Uh, wait, accordion no, one? No, no, where's I the don't accordion, see an accordion one? I'm going to it, hold on. Oh, oh that's. Oh. <laughs> oh, she's a DJ now. Yeah, she's a violinist. The violinist. <laughs> it's so yeah, good. Yeah, she became Lindsay Sterling for like a hot second. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. I like Lindsay Sterling. I never yes. said you shouldn't, Dave. His <laughs> hands roamed her body restlessly, trying to touch her all at once, but never getting enough. He found the clasp of her bra and undid it, freeing her breasts, bearing them to his gaze. Free boobies! For the record, for the record, for somebody who's never undone a bra before, to do it, uh, do it, undo it that quickly on the first try is very unrealistic. He actually just his, turned his hands <laughs> wait, into wait, scissors. Wait, 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 did he say he'd never bra before? Because that doesn't make sense because he has a granddaughter. So he had to do it a couple times. But the... I don't know. There's a line there that I'm not willing to imagine. Did, well, did I miss something while I was... Yes. You don't need to take the bra off in order to have sex. Yeah, you can keep it on. Some people even prefer it. You can even just pull the bra over And I swear, head. if you mention the sheet, I'm leaving. Oh, They Steve the sheet. No! <laughs> <laughs> did I miss something? He growled in his throat before leaning down and taking Ron Rosie Bud in his mouth. Darkness! Rosie Bud. <laughs> no parents! <laughs> I like that song. Rose was almost delirious, spouting meaningless. <laughs> Did you say delirious? No, delirious. I I trip on my tongue. You almost Ned Flanders that. Yeah, diddly 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 master, diddly diddly fantastic. Yes. Warrior, diddly diddly disciple, diddly diddly. Hey, spouting meaningless words as he teased and tormented her. She arched into him, crying out in pleasure as Rod is freehand up. Oh, there's some left hand writing right here. And proceeded to play with her other breast, flicking the sensitive nipple until she thought she might die of pleasure. She's, ow, ow, oh, I'm gonna die of this. <laughs> ah, ow. Oh, hurts. Oh. Eventually, the doctor left her breasts and returned his hands to her hair, pulling her back in for another sensual kiss. Diddly diddly. <laughs> diddly diddly doctor! Diddly diddly companion! Diddly diddly. Well, now we know the source of wibbly wobbly. <laughs> yes! Oh, wibbly wobbly. His lips left her mouth, mapping out a route, or route, towards her jawline and down the beautiful column of her neck. 
before kissing and nibbling his way across their shoulders. Sensations sense shiver. Man, that's a lot of S's. <laughs> Sensations sense shivers of pleasure throughout Rose's body as she and she thought she might come right then and there. You know, I'm just <sighs> impressed that they've talked about the washing machine, but there's been no mention at all about the swimming pool in the TARDIS because there were many an episode that was like, just past the swimming pool. See, here's the thing. You're going to have to take a drink for that because you're introducing logic into a story where there is none. You're introducing oh, alcohol into your mouth. Way to make it weird, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Tired of being passive, she let her hands wander tenderly but pur- purposefully over his body, causing him to moan against her skin. Confidently, she let her hands drop <coughs> to the waistband of his trousers. His erection, still poking out from his, its unzipped confines, was hey, right against her. <laughs> Hello! It's a me, your penis! God <laughs> damn it, Mario! <laughs> <laughs> and now we're gonna go down and explore some pipes! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I was told this is supposed to be a Gone with the Wind in Doctor Who mashup. It was a quote. Yeah, there was one Gone with the Wind yes. quote that they felt they had to mention. Yeah. It's coming here. I was it's... told it was Gone with the Wind in Doctor yeah, Who. Yeah, it's a ripoff. No, it's okay. I, I'm <laughs> sure that you know, we've got Mario. Uh, the doctor, guessing what she was about to do, briefly pulled back from her embrace to toe off his shoes before letting her continue with her task. Rose's fingers struggled briefly with his bell before finally conquering and removing it. Da, 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 da. She literally slaughtered it out back. But yes. she went unlocked. <laughs> with obvious impatience, she unbuttoned his trousers before pushing them down over his hips. Kneeling, she helped him to step out of them and also remove the socks. Yes, please, don't wear socks while you have sex. And it's just gross. <laughs> what? It's just weird. Oh, come on, you wouldn't weird. have sex with the red hot chili peppers when they have socks on their penises. <laughs> when you're down to your socks, you know, it's why it's time for business, because it's business socks. Ooh. Uh, from this position, she had an extremely enticing view of his soul and erection. Creamy fluid, the prelude to his promised seed. Wow. Leak from the head and Rose knew there was nothing on her that would stop her tasting it. Yeah, you, you could stop yourself. Yeah, it's called self-control. Maybe do that. Yeah, but then you're defiling the phrase, can't stop, won't stop. Ah, true. And yeah. as you know, Time Lords are... are the time Lords are literally Mame Lords. Wait, wait, wait. She's on Earth? So we're on Earth. We established uh, something. No, there's nothing yes. established here. Damn it. And here I thought we knew where in time it's from. So sorry. (laughs) The doctor practically squeaked in shock as Rose leaned forward and ran her tongue over the head of his cock. He closed his eyes dreamily as she continued her ministrations, running the flat of her tongue from the base of him to the tip. I just can't imagine friggin' David Tennant making, like, an (laughs) O-face. I'm sure there's a gif of it online. I'm sure, sure you can find no, it on no, no, Google no, no, right I'm now. I'm sure. Just, just look for it. But I also want to say ministrations is this author's multi-letter point in Scrabble. Right. Rose knew she was no expert at this, but she was no slouch either. Judging from the doctor's moans, like, he became multiple doctors now. Yeah, well, he is. Uh, all the time. No, I mean, like, No, I know, multiple, I know. I see the punctuation. Like, it's multiple doctors now. Moan, she was definitely on the right track. She took as much of him into her mouth as she could, relishing the taste that was purely doctor. That is a weird thing to say. The only beer with the refreshing taste of doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Every morning. There's a halo hanging from the corner of my girlfriend's four-post bed. God damn it. Yes. (laughs) 
Nothing in her dreams had prepared her for this. He was bigger and thicker than she had dreamed, but that was just meant that the reality of having him inside her would be even better. What? Ah. How? What? Th this sentence is kind of... Anyway. She wanted to bring him off in her mouth, but it appeared that the doctor had other ideas as he gently pulled her back up to her feet to stand before him, ignoring her muted protest. He immediately whipped out a game of Hungry Hungry Hippos. <laughs> <laughs> His eyes were nearly black with desire, and Rose knew there would be no going back after this. Everything well, you should have not mentioned it then. So is this the author's way of introducing the phrase, once you go black, you never go back? <laughs> <laughs> Without further words, the doctor picked Rose up in his arms and walked across to the small table. Using one arm, he slid the clothes from the tabletop before sitting Rose right on the edge, urging her to lie back. After ensuring she was comfortable, he gentle separated her knees so he could stand between them. She looked up at him, her eyes glazed with passion and love. And also, please, doctor! <laughs> she pleaded, her voice trembling with need. I want you! Thanks, Team Girl Squad Rose. Next up is Sean being refereed by uh, me. Yep. Oh, Rose, uh, you're so much better than a peach. <laughs> <laughs> Also, you're wrong. It's <laughs> Oh Rose, you're Venus. Oh Rose, shut you. your mouth. I am the ref. <laughs> you are Venus, Athena, Aphrodite, and Panacea, all rolled up in one tempting deity. Number one, it's Panacea. Panacea. Number two, did you literally say Oh Rose, you're better than a peach? So up until now, the doctor has only been fucking fruit. <laughs> <laughs> David, did you die? No, I'm still here. <laughs> I, mean, I, I didn't have much to contribute to that. I don't want to think about David Tennant fucking fruit. <laughs> <laughs> I want to kneel before you and worship you. My glory is called the goddess. Rose knew by the intensity and sincerity of his declaration that he meant every word. Show me. She him. <laughs> I want to know what love is. <laughs> Baby, don't hurt me! <laughs> don't hurt me! No more! Wait, that's not he Mario, not, that's Toad. He could not refuse, not that he ever would. His fingers sought their way under the sides of her pale pink knickers. Knickers. Slowly, as if savoring every moment, he pulled them down over her hips and down the expanse of her long legs. Kneeling in front of her, he spread her legs even wider, opening her to him. He groaned softly as the unique scent of feminine arousal collided with his already overloaded senses. Moving closer, he gently swiped the length of her sex with his tongue, swiper no swiping, resulting in Rose almost flying off the table in response. He grinned evilly and did it again, chuckling evilly. When she gave him, when she gave the same response, the third time he did it, he placed his hand over her abdomen, reducing her movement making her writhe and cry out as he teased her without mercy. Oh no, please don't! He launched a full-scale assault on her clitoris. Ah! Assault on Precinct 13, bringing into action both his tongue and clever fingers. PSA, 
for the gents and ladies out there who may not know this, women don't like to be assaulted on their clitoris. Clitoris? Really? Yeah. Okay, no. so I can't break out. They the like to have their back. clitoris screamed at. Okay. And we just, I'm just gonna say right there, as soon as you find that as your description, you may want to rethink. As he circled the sensitive nub with his tongue, he slowly slid two fingers into her slick entrance. Ah! Starting with a slow pace, he gently pressed the digits in and out of her, finding the sweet <laughs> spots that eventually would make her scream for mercy. Mercy! As he felt, me, damn it! I need fucking, healing! Genji, get <laughs> over here! And that. As he felt her climax building, he picked up the pace and added a third finger to those already buried within her. Just a heads up, and I'll edit this out, but for the live stream, Spanish Flea is playing right now. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Oh, <laughs> he could hear her panting now, see tears leaking from her eyes as the pressure collided and built within her. Coil! It didn't really flow. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> He has the pressure collided. Uh, yes, I know. I'm drinking for that. <laughs> Bringing his teeth into play, he nipped at her clit. Don't ah! the teeth. Nom, 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 nom. Again, PSA. No. <laughs> do not do this to the person you like. Pussy service announcement? Oh, it's... <laughs> Yes. Wait, wait. Yeah, like, to get a woman nice. to climax, all you, you have to do is yell at her vagina. Are you, ah! <laughs> yell are you at suggesting? or into. Do not perform hungry, hungry hippo on her clit. Oh, you, God, no. Are you suggesting that the sex portrayed in a Doctor Who erotic fanfic is unrealistic? No. Yes, that's that exactly what I'm saying. My whole life let is a me, lie. That's where I learned everything I know. Let, let me respond to this for you. <laughs> no. This is this is my response. Exterminate. <laughs> Ex- exterminate. Yes, there no. we go. Inseminate. Ejaculate. Ejaculate. Oh, no. So we got the full spectrum there. Which doctor who already had a male vasectomy? I don't don't care! (laughs) I would assume it would be David Tennant because, yes, it's called an overrectomy. (laughs) As his fingers thrust into her again and again, he intoned in his magnetic, seductive voice. Come for me, Rose! (laughs) Only for me! Please, let me see you come! The exquisite pressure inside Rose had been building with every swipe of the doctor's tongue. (laughs) No, wait, wait, Steve. Finish! (laughs) Finish! Oh, no! (laughs) Woohoo! Every thrust of his beautiful long fingers inside her. No one had ever made her feel this loved or cherished, so the tears that she shed were happy ones. The sound of his enticing voice begged her. Begging her to come was the final straw. The tight coil of her orgasm exploded through her. Kaboom! Ow! Bang. And her whole body shook all night long as she arched <laughs> up off the table, screaming in ecstasy. She barely had time to recover before the doctor stood up and pulled her almost forcibly closer to the edge of the table. As he lined himself up at her warm, welcoming entrance, she stopped. He's. Fuck. <laughs> she styled him. You can him. do it. I believe in you. Mm. Doctor Who, the best stylist. <laughs> he stilled briefly, 
catching her eyes, silently seeking her reassurance. Rose loved him for this wonderful gesture. Even as far as things had already gone, he would still stop if she changed her mind. After waiting for what seemed an eternity, there was no way she could. She would say no. She gave him her megawatt grin and nodded, widening her thighs even further in a clear, open invitation. Hooray for there was a neon that. sign pointing saying, open. <laughs> Eat it, Joes. Eat it, Joes. Eat it, Joes. <laughs> and right next door, they're an 84 hour. Yay. Want you now? <laughs> She's thinking. Did you just say, write you now? Uh, no, oh, want, want you. you now. Right you now sounds better. Yes. She beckoned, her words matching her body's actions. The doctor's smile was feral, almost primitive as he took her in consent. Took in her. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Moving closer, he plunged into her in one bold thrust. The Olympic judges gave them all nines except for the French judge that gave a six. Well, Physically, it's not possible to not move closer while you're plunging in. See, I was more stuck on the word plunge and picturing Daleks with their... You, well, they oh, have God, plungers. No. They do have plungers. <laughs> I know, exactly. Stop. It's recursive. <laughs> We're in a recursive moment. I don't know how to write in cursive. <laughs> Wait, no. You're the same age as me. We were taught that it had not been taken out yet. <laughs> I learned it too. That doesn't mean I know. I still know how to. No, you know that they've been talking about taking Guys, we have a show to do! Damn it, sorry! Rose scream in what he hoped was a good way. <laughs> yeah! He stilled for a moment, letting her get used to his size. Gee, thanks! She was bigger <laughs> on the inside. He obviously took too long because it was Rose who moved first raising her hips in an effort to have him further inside her. The doctor let out a triumphant sound at her encouragement and began to thrust into her with slow and steady strokes. Yay! Next up is David being refereed by Sean! David. David, did you go? No. No. For whatever reason, my headset is crackly too, but it's not from you guys. It's like happening when people talk normally too. Okay, my turn, all right? Yes. P8? Alright, Pagey. Being inside Rose Foster Fast in a dream, he had about the two of them together, and he was delighted to discover that she was anything but submissive. Blah. The slow pace was wearing thin for both of them, but it was Rose who begged him to take her harder and faster, and he was only too willing to oblige. Oblige? Oblige. With a small adjustment to their positions, he was able to drive into her with breathtaking speed, slamming himself into her even deeper than before. Words of encouragement trailed off into nonsensical sounds, grunts, and squeals of pleasure as both he and Rose felt their orgasms approaching. It They're was creeping just, up on them. Yeah, right there. Just me and my vagina are creeping up behind you. It was <laughs> just a matter of who would fall first, and the doctor was determined it would be Rose. Reaching down between them, he teased our super-sensitive clitoris. Unmercifully. <laughs> and it was not long before she was clamping down around him. The eyes closed and head thrown back in wild abandon as she screamed his name. Oh, a doctor. Dector. 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 She turned into an owl and just kept on going. Dexter! Boo! Boo! Get Boo! out of my room! <laughs> That was all he needed to push him over to age. His own orgasm scorched through his body as he plunged deeply into one final time. 
his face a picture of wonder and ecstasy as he spilled his seed inside her. Exhausted contentment. Ito grows his hands and helped her down from the table, but his unsteady stance made him lose his balance. And they both landed on the floor in fits of laughter. Their mirth quickly dissolved into salt kisses and gentle touches as they bask in the afterglow of their life making. Yes. Did uh did I get disconnected? No, you no? didn't. Okay, still good. Here. Ah Doctor <clears throat> Doctor, not that I am complaining. But what brought this on? Teased Rose as she didn't nibbled on his air. It's Tyler! He wanted mints! Replied the doctor playfully. He moved around so that she sat in his lap. With a quick kiss to our lips, he continued. Uh, <coughs> I could hand running with you. Wait a second. I could hand I could hand running with you, except the short skirts and sundresses. Hell, I could even share a bed with you up until now without temptation. Okay, a little temptation. I'll back it. Okay, a lot of temptation. But expecting me to marine in pieces while I wash your whole bloody goddamn sexy angry draws just plain dirty. Especially when you've been very naughty and leave knickers around soaked in your arousal. That's just plain cheating. I never stood a chance. <laughs> that does one regret, though. He finished wistfully. What's up, Doctor? Asked Rose with a touch of fear in her eyes. I only wish I had lost that bed ages ago. He said in a voice thick with renewed desire. Oh, but I plan on making up for all time starting right now. <laughs> he lowered no. his head. No. All the no. He, he lowered his head to hers and captured her mouth with a force, the, the fucking Star Wars, that left her with no doubt of his intentions. <laughs> Sarah, please, uh, would you please uh, edit my furry RP stuff with my wife so I can turn it into a book? Thanks. <laughs> well, no, you gotta be on board. I'm not gonna force it on you. I'm not the doctor over here. Just <laughs> into people all willy nilly. What? Let's let's keep going. Let's we're keep gonna be going. Here all night. Okay, but I again, mean, <laughs> seriously, this doctor has control your issues. We're already hungry. Should probably. Rage! You can't tell me what to do, Steve. Cats at home are already hungry. They kept you. Oh. Wait, my cats? They're right no. there. <laughs> read the story. All right, I'll read. Fuck, where was I? <laughs> they were fucking. Ah, yes, they were fucking <laughs> right there on the floor <laughs> like animals. Um, Thanks, Nickelback. You're welcome. He raised his head. He whispered into her the words she never thought she'd hear him say. I love you, Rose. I love. Tears came to Rose's eyes as he spoke. As he spoke the words, reaching up, she caressed his face before replying, "Maybe, Doctor, I love you too forever. At least until I get stuck behind a wall." Spoiler alert! Suddenly, she laughed. Seems like I should never get you to do the washing more often. Wait, no, seems like I should. Uh, yes, like I should. Seems like I should get you to. Uh, seems like I should get you to do the washing more often. A doctor, if this is wrong, it. The doctor couldn't help but smile. Nah, guys, I'd be too busy, much too busy doing other things to worry about washing. He retorted. Hey, what sort of things would that be? Playing Mario Kart. Mario Kart, love. <laughs> <laughs> 
Denim, denim, denim. Denim, denim, denim. Denim, denim, denim. Denim, denim, denim. Oh, my God. You can't stop me, Steve. I'm not stopping. You can't stop me. the beat or the mark. Instead, with gentle hands, he guided her down onto the floor. His eyes full of obvious... Oh, God. Insane. Proceeded to show that her. It was like a third regret, a third burp, a third barf. <laughs> and a pinch to grow an inch. Several hours later, Rose was forced to admit that he was better suited to this task than washing any day. <laughs> Get it? Because he wouldn't leave her alone and had sex with her multiple times, making all normal men look real bad, you know? <laughs> I have so many thoughts about this, and none of them are appropriate for this moment. And- That's okay. You'll and apparently we're all... They're not This funny. is the five stages They're of FNF. Horny, None questioning the horny, questioning your life itself, questioning the lives of anyone who's ever lived, and then back to horny. I think it's more like questioning the grammar and also questioning, like, how I would You're, assume that this is a woman who wrote this, and it, that's where my problem is. Here is the fan fiction pool. Here, here's the kitty end. You're still waiting your steps into the kitty <laughs> I must be, because... You're, you're currently caught in one of those ropes that stops you from going to the deep end because you're looking for logic and reason where there is none. It's not just caught, it's like it's wrapped around my neck. And oh, God, it's like one of them Japanese like hentais I watch all the time. I don't even know. This is just, just like one of my Japanese hentais. <laughs> you know what? I understand. How much is left? We're done. It finished. Is oh. that it? Yeah, that's it. Okay, so at least I'm left with questions. No, you're not, because we have another story can... to read. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I got my reading done. I'm good. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. Wait, 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 you can't wait. tell me what... This is awesome. I get to... Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm very excited. Good luck with that. <laughs> why are you excited? Why, why is that good luck? You know, what, it what took us an hour and a half to read eight pages. I'm going to load up a shorter story now. Yeah we, yeah, we did not do well on that one. That ended up being very bad. You know what? Okay, give people some credit that this is the first appearances for both guests on the show. And they're both in no, the No, no, I'm, I'm not saying it's bad on them. I'm saying it's bad on you. Why? Because you are a bad host and are bad at show. Oh, don't be like that. Hey, I got defense here. Yay. Wait, you got defense? No, not fair, man. You got to take our beatings with love and damn it, Davids. Look, we (laughs) showed up here with just a six pack and he kept providing (sighs) alcohol. We're going to defend him. I keep trying to get him to provide me alcohol. And he's like, no, you have a job now. Buy it yourself, stupid. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't say that. All right, you know what? Here, here's a four page story. Show the fuck up here yourself. I like can't. It's too expensive. You. In person. Are you making us read? Yes, I'm making you Jeremy, read Jeremy, I want to. I, I really do. I can't. We don't have enough time to read the other okay, Doctor Who. Okay, fine. So we have What's to the other Doctor Who story about? Give us some synopsis. Yes, give us a... Uh, the other Doctor Who story is called Naughty Bits. Uh, summary. The doctor- okay, what more do we need? It's the double dick story. The Doctor is forced with the most difficult task of his life, convincing Rose he has naughty bits and that he knows how to use them. Smut ensues. So it's Wait. not just drop your pants and... It is like- not just drop... As if this is probably a scientific dis- uh, dissertation on the Time Lord's genitalia. The anatomy of the Time Lord by Dr. Rose Tyler. We literally only have 20 minutes left, so I'm loading up a four-page story, which is one of the ones I'm going to be reading at BronyCon this weekend. Oh, snap. Preview for BronyCon, people. Hello. Hold on. I'm making it now. Getting shareable link. Shareable link is ready. Alright. Uh, here is Sonic Beats Rainbow Dash in a race. 
All right, so uh, this is uh, this is thing, and uh, Sarah's going to be starting being refereed by Val. I'm starting. How much am I reading? You're reading until you get to them. The dashes. Okay. Two. All right. Uh, is there anything I should know in advance? Not should really. I use a voice? Because you know, no, I just do whatever. I, I have a sheep's Pretend voice. To be you know, actually, what I'm going to do God is I'm going to channel from <laughs> under Milkwood my sheep voice. One day. Rainbow oh, Dash was... Oh. oh, you want me to go back to the beginning? Okay. <laughs> Can you please say, Lisa, I thought you loved me. <laughs> loved me. No, I can't unless you pay me $20. Oh, come on, man. I can't oh, even afford booze. Sonic beats Rainbow Dash who beats Sonic in the race. Story. Rainbow Dash beats Sonic in a race by Scooter Reader. One day, Rainbow Dash was strolling through Ponyville. Huh? She was fast and awesome and had just finished eating a delicious cupcake at Sugar Cube Corner. As much as I love this, it's going to go on. (laughs) Okay, fine. Like a serious narrator for a show like 24. The following fan fiction. All right, all right, I got this, I got this, I got this. Okay. All right, I got this. She was itching for a race to burn all that sugar off to maintain her perfectly stagnant waistline when suddenly an interdimensional portal was opened. On the (laughs) other side of the portal, Sonic was tearing through the fabric of space-time. Tails had given him some moral support or something, and it made him go faster than he's ever gone before. Steve, you're too good at that. We're going to get copyright stricken. (laughs) In fact... He went so fast, he was about to become part of a crossover. That's how fast he was going. Damn. It's fucking fast, dude. As Sonic escaped through the dimensional barrier which separated his reality... Reality? Excuse me? Drink. Drink. (laughs) Hello. Back to... As Sonic escaped through the dimensional barrier, which has separated his reality from Rainbow Dash's, Rainbow felt herself lusting after whoever was so fast that they could break the dimensional barrier she had in that one fan episode that everyone for some reason disowned. (laughs) She even entertained the thought that he may be breaking the dimensional barrier just to meet her. Her body was very much ready. Thank you, Reggie (laughs) Philomy. Yeah, I'd like to Reggie that filled me. (laughs) Jeremy, please. Fill the Reggie. That's what I meant. God damn it. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let's take a moment with the voice. <clears throat> After he was on the other side, Rainbow Dash immediately noted his color palette. Because he can't see the colors. Then what is he? Just gray? Sepia? Don't editorialize! <laughs> the blue was too dark. And there wasn't enough rainbow. So she already knew he wasn't as awesome as she'd been hoping. She inserts inside her brain also his eyes are green and not black. Yeah, fucking rude. Rainbow Dash flew up to him and said, Whoa, that was pretty awesome. 
Sonic immediately knew Rainbow Dash was trying to seduce him and said, Arbo, don't drive out of my fatal details. Rainbow Dash pretended to be shocked. Do you want to race me? No. Sonic, who is somehow expecting this abrupt change of topic, replied... Replied. <laughs> okay, I'll drink. Um, oh, I'm faster than you. You are both going to be mad me. Wow, that hurts <laughs> on many, many levels. Mostly my sense of taste. You're welcome. At some point, let me tell you the story of how... You know. Okay, after the show. <laughs> okay. I have a lot of storytellers with lots of okay, different after voices. The show. Okay. <laughs> Rainbow Dash's eyes narrowed in anticipation. Bring it on. What are the stakes? Uh, probably medium uh, rare. Medium rare. Thank you! That's only for a good person. Uh, Sonic thought for a moment. I will win, so I want a kiss. Estria. <laughs> is that is that what Incestria it is? Estria. No, it's supposed to say Equestria, but it says Estria. Etc. Yes. So am I wrong or am I right? Am I wrong or am I right? What you're do right. I do? You don't need to drink. No, no, no. You're good. You're good. Go ahead. Uh, oh, I was gonna drink anyways. Uh, now you're just looking for an excuse. And if I win, you will. But if you do what you want, Arnbull. I like Arnbo. <laughs> I like Arnbo as an alternative to Rambo. Gosh, I, I think that hurt my throat a little. <laughs> All right, next up is Jeremy being refereed by David. I will get out of your seat. I'm really excited to hear how you do this. Oh, God. Like, I'm so excited. It's totally Arr, I want your delicious Sonic loins. Oh, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> with those. Well, I was feeling good Arr. until that point. <laughs> I guess you don't want to race then. Rainbow Dash started Thank you, narrator from SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> Are you ready, kids? <laughs> no! I can't hear you! I said no! <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> 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 Is this Rainbow Dash down on the cliff? I Rainbow Dash started playing. Which one did I do with Mario and which one did I do Pirates? I don't Fire. care. Do it doesn't opposite. matter. Okay. Doesn't do matter. Just, just, okay. I'm giving you the real answer. It. You did them the opposite way. You this is literally the slowest okay. I've ever done. <laughs> oh, shush, Steve. No! Rainbow Dash started sauntering away, seductive. Wait, what? Swaying in a most inviting manner. Uh, where are you? On page two. He, Third he, paragraph in. Yeah, he's right. Uh, I have a different page two. You sure? Yes. I'll be back. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, it's because you skipped a, uh, a line. No, you didn't. No, he said, didn't. didn't. He said that. Death? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Never Wait. mind. Okay. Remind me, which one did I give Mario's voice and which one did I give the pirate voice? Yeah, the pirate Doesn't matter. To Rainbow. So we're not waiting for Steve to get back. No. Okay. No, just go. No. Um, okay. Like Steve's not important. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, unbo- I changed my mind. Sonic words stopped the pony in her tracks. If you win, I sleep with you. All right, Rainbow Dash exclaimed. I'm getting late tonight. <laughs> One horrible scene transition later. Oh, God, you got to come up with something better for that. Get, get, give a better voice for that. Or no, we got to keep this going. No, me? give it a better Rainbow. voice. Wait, wait, okay. One horrible I scene it, transition later. I got it. One horrible oh, scene God. transition no. later. Oh, 
Uncomfortable. Rainbow Dash and Sonic took off from the starting line at the same time as one normally does when racing. <laughs> nah, man, we 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 do the Sonic Two invincibility theme. See, Jeremy is a guy who understands quality. He knows that Sonic 2 is the better Sonic game. Uh, uh, that's also the only Sonic that I've actually played all the way through. Well, you're not missing anyway. much in the other games. They're all garbage. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but Sonic 3 was written by Michael Jackson. God damn it! Okay. Um, it was only <laughs> written by like Michael Jackson on Ice Cap Zone. Everybody knows that. <laughs> you want a place so, to stay tonight? Read the and story! And the credits theme, too. Sonic started out ahead. But then the racetrack left the ground, putting Sonic at a distinct disadvantage. Thankfully for him, there was an enormous loop-de-loop loop-d-loop constructed directly nearby, allowing him to launch into the air. <laughs> well, that's convenient. Where a series of expertly constructed ramps continued leading upward along the racetrack. Look, David, if you're going to eat during the show, eat popcorn because this is entertaining. I am. Well, I'm eating Pringles. That's like flat popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> Something about the phrase continued leading makes me cringe. Anyway, thank goodness Equestria was of a sm sim fuck. Sim fuck? Sim fuck. Everything the light touches is our sex dungeon. But real drink. <laughs> was of a similar climate and development team as Green Hill Zone. <laughs> Rainbow Dash pushed her advantage of not having to use the conveniently placed ramps, her wings letting her keep a slight distance ahead of Sonic, when suddenly they both finished the race at the same time. I'm more invested in this than I am in the doctor having sex, and I don't know why. Well, because that was, this is, like, real. Rainbow Dash looked around and confused it. It came, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, uh, I, I guess hopefully next time we'll be able to get on a couple more pages now that they've had their cherry popped. <clears throat> Wasn't there, like, half a racetrack to go? Sonic nodded. It ended early! No idea why! Pinkie Pie bounced up. You tied! Rainbow Dash and Sonic simultaneously said, Fuck, how do I do this simultaneously? <laughs> tied! <laughs> then Arnold... We already did the washing. I mean, Rainbow asked for first Pinkie Pie forced at this point to make the episode reference exclaimed for last Rainbow Dash looked at Sonic Arr, does that mean I still get laid? God damn it <laughs> Sonic nodded <laughs> no, I don't feel like a ruling Incestria today I'm just calling that Incestria from now on <laughs> Incestria <laughs> Rainbow Dash cheered loudly Arr, that means I'm getting laid. Arr. You are totally clipping my mic there, friend. Fuck. <laughs> oh, goodness. It's okay. No, it's no. not okay. We're already having clipping issues as it is. Y'all see what I'm marrying here, right? Uh, the Just glass wait. of No, it's audio. I, I'm marrying. Next up is Val being refereed by me. Hooray! Oh my! Oh, oh my! Oh! Oh boy! So there's an actual. I'm only up to about 600 words here. I guess. Called freaking fan fiction and their minimum word requirements. That evening, I heard that in stereo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Candles burned throughout Rainbow Dash's home while she awaited Sonic on the bed. 
Rose petals and champagne bottles on ice littered the floor. Difficult to make out in the weak illumination of the candlelight, but Rainbow believed in Sonic to be able to navigate his way to her bedside. In this dimension, Sonic was trying to break the dimensional barrier again. He knew he had to go fast, so he started playing his theme song. And I believe the original Link then had the link to uh, the Sonic X intro. It did. Gotta go fast, gotta go fast, go fast, go fast, go fast, go fast. Yeah. Would he make it in time? Did he want to make it in time? Was he even really motivated at this point? Boy, he got promised a horse plot. Of course he's motivated. Finally, just as Burnbow Dash thought Sonic wasn't going to show, he showed up. Sonic, I've been lusting after you all day. <laughs> Sonic was on the turn. I'm Bow, I must confess! <laughs> Tails came out from behind Rainbow Dash. I'm Bow, Sonic brought me here! As in B-R-O-T, me here, as in hearing. Rainbow asked, how did you cross dimension, Tails? Tails replied, we can't have story without plot twist! <laughs> Sonic looked into Tails' eyes. We love Hornbow! Tails looked back at Sonic in confusion. But Sonic, we both dude! Now it was Sonic's turn to be confused. Boy, I know gay, you fag! <laughs> Man, I, I always wish I was the kind of fruit. Well, who are you? I now, want to Sonic? be a fruit, Steve-O 2017. <laughs> <laughs> well, who are now, Sonic? Sonic turned back to Rainbow Dash. I gay, aren't Bow! Rainbow Dash shrugged. So am I. That isn't stopping me from lusting after you. Sonic could tell he wasn't weaseling his, <laughs> yeah, weaseling his way out of this one. Fine, Arnbow, do what you wish. He walked resignedly over the bed and lay on his back. Uh, next up is uh, Sean being refereed by me. Rainbow Dash's hoof traced down Sonic's sleek body to his expertly sketched ass. <laughs> Not even like tone, just sketched. <laughs> she grasped it firmly. A truly incredible feat for those with hooves. <laughs> <laughs> then realized something. Sonic, this is wrong. We're on a fan fiction show. We shouldn't do this. She looked at Tails, who was just kind of chilling, not really paying attention. <laughs> I can't change who you are. You love Tails. It's not my place to tell you to rewrite a part of you just to satisfy my lusty mare loins. Oh, Jesus Christ. A tear sprang to Sonic's eye. Boy, oing, oing. Arbol, what you saying? <laughs> Rainbow Dash replied mournfully. I love you, Sonic. I just can't bear to see you with some pony you don't love. Sonic smiled happily, tears streaming down his face as he went to embrace Tails. Thanks, Arnbow. I never forget you. <laughs> I think you all learned a very important lesson here today. A voice declared from their surroundings. A bright flash of light delivered Princess Celestia into their mist. Her gaze shifted to Rainbow Dash. It sounds like every pony here learned a very important lesson about friendship. Yes, Princess Celestia, I did. Rainbow Dash flew over to Sonic and Tails. I learned that friendship isn't always easy, but there's no doubt it's worth fighting for. Well spoken, Rainbow Dash. I disagree. Princess Celestia replied. Say, would you mind becoming my star pupil now that Twilight is a princess and all that? Yes. Rainbow Dash gasped. <gasps> Do I? Sonic spoke up. Jeez, Armbo. We so happy for you. Thanks, uh, Muppet Val. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Tell said it. We come often, Kay. No, we come visit. <laughs> I know what you were thinking. Oh. As written C U M. We come visit often, Kay. Then we come often. Rainbow Dash blushed. Aw, come on, guys. I'm not that awesome. Sonic wouldn't be swayed. But you are, Armbow. We all know it. Princess Celestia concurred. He's right, you know. And so, with fun fanfare over, Scooter Eater finally reached a 1,000-word mark. They all lived happily ever after. The end. And at 9.59, exactly. <laughs> God damn. Thank you very much to David, Sean, Val, uh, Logan, who I hope made it home okay. Uh, our guests, Sarah and Jeremy. Jesus Christ, we need to read more next time you guys are on. What? I, just, you know what? <laughs> I'm taking the wine away. No, it's mine. It's mine. <laughs> and everybody in the chat and listening as usual, please remember to check us out. Our live broadcast is every Wednesday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on fnf.nighthorsemedia.com Listen, if you want to give us money, fucking subscribe to twitch.tv slash nerdy show, right? Exactly, and if you want to give hand jobs, they're really into blue, purple, and occasionally hot magentas. Oh my god. Uh, I gotta have, like, fluorescent pink or nothing. I I can't get it up unless it's, like, Barbie colored, so... If it glows in the dark, there's always a bonus. Thank you! Good night! Hi there. Thanks for listening to Friday Night Fan Fiction. Be sure to check out FridayNightFanFiction.com, where you can sign up to be a guest on the show, submit fan fictions for us to read, and join our Discord server to hang out with us. All backing music used in Friday Night Fan Fiction is available via Overclocked Remix at ocremix.org. Be sure to check them out for over 3,000 fan arrangements and 60 fan arrangement albums of free video game music. Ending credits music, Koopa Nova by Diodes. Opening musical credits. Adrian's Sleep by Analog. We hope you enjoyed listening to this, and we'll catch you next episode.